Welcome to the Inspirational Educators Podcast. My name is Nancy McHill, a lifelong educator helping teachers reach all learners through simple yet effective and proven teaching strategies that you can implement in your classroom. These strategies and tips will engage, teach, and motivate your students. You're here for a purpose, and what could be better than supporting each other while we support our students? So sit back, relax, and come along this journey with me while we strive to reach all of our learners and make a difference every day. Welcome back to the Inspirational Educators Podcast. My name is Nancy McHill. I hope that you're having a great week. Lately, I've been going to the gym every morning and I'm getting to the point where it feels so good in the morning. Usually I'm dragging my feet and, you know, I have days where I'm maybe a little more motivated and days where I'm not so motivated, but now it's kind of gotten part of my routine and I actually look forward to it and I feel fantastic after. So if there is any way that you can maybe take some time to do something active, get your body moving in the morning, whether it be even just a 10-minute walk or going to the gym or stretching or something where you just get into that kind of routine, move your body, um, it's such a great way to start the day. Today, we will be talking about planning your own curriculum. Now, this may or may not apply to you since some schools require you to follow their curriculum plan and the way they do things, but if you do have the freedom of altering the curriculum or veering away from it at any point, then knowing how to plan it and things you can change and what to do can make such a big difference. And I feel like, I don't know, at least in my credential program and even my master's program, um, my master's was in curriculum and instruction, which you would think they would teach you the right, maybe a formal way to create your own curriculum. But I feel like my education was a lot more theory-based and talking about the theory and the reasons why, you know, we do things in education, um, which is good, but I felt like the practical component could have been a little bit more strong. So this is something that I have learned and crafted and honed in on over the years and doing this over and over. I've created curriculums before. I've helped Um, homeschool parents create their own curriculum. I've helped teachers and organizations create their own curriculum. I've created curriculum myself. That's how I started. So um, I've narrowed it down to a process that works, that's straightforward. It's simple, but it does take a lot of work. Um, It's like a simple kind of step-by-step plan, but it, it does take time. Um, And then if you do have something to start off with, if you already have your school's curriculum, then you can always go off of that if you have the freedom to go around it. And if you don't, it's still good to have this in the back of your mind because you can also add in other elements to 
your day or your curriculum. Um, just, you know, this might give you some ideas how you can maybe add in more elements that make it more, you know, learning more interesting and, and all of that. When I started off as a teacher, I started off at a private school that didn't really have a curriculum established. Um, all of the classes were, it was a very small school and they had textbooks, but nothing was necessarily required. The only thing that was required was to teach off of the state standards. So I, that's how, that was my very first experience. And so if you can imagine as a first year teacher, I am super excited, but at the same time, so lost because I had no idea what to do. Um, but thankfully I had a mentor who helped me and guided me and actually was the one who taught me about project-based learning. So she helped me build my own curriculum and teach me how to do it. And from then on, that's what I did. I worked at that school for a couple of years and then I went to another school. I didn't have as much freedom, but I still did have a lot of freedom where I was able to put together my own curriculum. I was required to use their textbooks and resources, but I could still teach in the order that I wanted and the way that I wanted to teach. So if that is your requirement to teach with the resources that the school gives you, then this is also a great episode for you because you could know how to plan it all out. So for me, having the ability to create a custom curriculum, obviously the down, I guess the downside would be feeling lost at first. It's overwhelming. You don't know where to start. But then the, I feel like the upside is a lot bigger because you're able to actually do what you want in the way you think you should teach your kids. As long, you know, my, my baseline requirement was always following the state education standards. Now, it's going to be a little bit challenging explaining this through a recording. Like if I can show you, it would be so much easier because I have the templates. I have a step-by-step -step that would be nice if I could walk you through it. So I wanted to offer that if you are interested in the templates, because I have a year plan template, I have a monthly, a weekly plan, and even a daily plan. And I have I can put together a resource that is step-by-step -step with all these templates. I would even love to do a webinar maybe about it, but I need to know if you're interested. So if this is something that you want to see and you want to have the resources, let me know because then I will create something because um, if there is enough uh, if there is enough interest, I will have something so that you can be able to follow along and actually have the resources. So the way you can let me know is you can email me at nancy at buildaproject.net. If you're on Spotify, I will put a poll so that you can click yes or no. Um, if you want something you can message me on Instagram or Facebook, Nancy McHale EDU. So if you're interested in a webinar or the resource or both, 
let me know and I will put it together and announce it. To jump right in, um, so the first thing you want to start with is the year plan. You guys can't do that. I'm recording. Please don't do that. Okay? Stop. Thank you. So the first thing that you want to start with is a year plan. And I'm going to do my best at explaining the spreadsheet that I have in front of me. But if you have it in um, a spreadsheet, you have the month. I like to include theme or maybe project if you wanted to do it that way. And then you have another column with subject, another column with activity, lesson, or project, and then I have another column with additional notes. So the way, the first thing you want to do is plan for the year. So you would get the main topics for each subject. So if you're looking through your curriculum textbook, then this would be the unit topics. Um, if you're not, if you don't have a curriculum and you go by your the state standards, you would look at the main standard, the bold standard, the one that's the very top. So you just get, you want the, um, the topics for each section. So for example, if you're doing fifth grade, your topics would be American Revolution, which covers a lot of history because that's the main part of it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they do Native Americans. Um, and then, you know, they have to learn the 50 states and capitals. So you, those would be your main topics for history in fifth grade. And then science, you would get those topics. That would be, let's say, matter, um, physics, and um, ecosystems. So the main topics. That's all you need for the year plan. And so when you write it under subject, so first you'll list out the months you have you know, start with August or September, list out all the months for the year. And then under subject, you're going to list out all of the subjects and then put those, like plug in those unit topics. And if you have the freedom to pick and choose, if you can try to choose things that are similar to each other. Like for example, if there's some kind of overlap in history and science or math and science that would go really well together, you can put those together. So if you're teaching maybe about uh, American Revolution and you need to teach currency and math, that would be really great to go together. You can do some overlap there. So if you can try to do that, that would be great. That's why I like doing the year plan overview. And of course, you're penciling this all in. I mean, maybe not literally, you could be doing it on a computer. But the idea is that you can change it. You can always bounce around and change it. But at least if you have something to follow initially, that will be very helpful. So you're going to first plan out, you're going to list out the months, list out the subjects for each for each month, and then list out the main topics. And that's the first step. And so I like to have the other columns there, like the activity column and the theme and all of that, because if things come to mind while you're doing this, 
then you can fill it in. So let's say you're doing the American Revolution. You're like, oh, this would be such a great project for the American Revolution. And you pencil it in. Having those that space there is helpful. Or like if you were going, you knew you were going to do something with the 50 states and capitals and you had a project in mind, then you can put that in. So having those columns available as you go along are really helpful. Now, after you have the year plan, so um, if it's too daunting to do the entire year in one sitting, I would recommend maybe doing three to four months at a time. But I would really push doing the whole year because you want to make sure you cover everything that you need to for the year. So, um, you know, it does take time. This is not like it's a simple, um, I guess, a simple setup, but it's definitely time consuming. So but it's worth it. And then once you do it for one year, you can always just alter it after that if you're teaching the same grade. After the year plan, you want to go to the monthly plan. And so this can be done, like I would say the year plan would be a year ahead, right? So you're doing it before school starts or even when, you know, in the beginning, first couple of weeks. So I would say for the monthly plan, you can plan a month ahead. So this spreadsheet has three columns. It has subjects, concepts, and then activities and lessons. So under subjects, you have all your subjects listed out. And then under concepts are going to be where your main unit topic is going to go for each subject. And then you would put those substandards there. You'd put the details of each standard under concepts. And so you know exactly what you need to be teaching for every subject. And then for activities and lessons, again, you'll just list out the activities and the lessons that you want to do. I would say that if you don't have time to do the monthly plan, this might not be absolutely necessary. But if you like to plan and have it more in detail, this is definitely a good option. Okay, so the more important one is kind of the weekly slash daily plan. So you're planning your week ahead and you have um, the subjects in one column and then you have each day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so this is more like the teacher planner style, right? So you probably have teacher planners that are in this kind of format. Um, and so if you have that, great. But again, if you have it, uh, if you wanted to do it online on a computer, then you can always use my template or make your own. So then you want to be detailed here. You want to fill in the the subtopic for every subject, the project you're going to do, the activities you're going to do. And that way you're planning it out. You know what to do. Um, if you can plan out the, you know, at least two, three weeks in advance, you would be golden. Like you would have everything set and you would know what to expect. Obviously life doesn't always work out that way. So if you could at least do a week ahead, that's still great. So I hope that this helps. I know this is a short version of it and I could go into a lot more detailed. Again, it would be nice if I can show you how to do all of this and maybe even do some examples. So again, if you are interested in a webinar and or 
this resource that I could put together with like a step-by-step and the templates and everything, let me know at nancy at buildaproject.net or Instagram or Facebook at Nancy McHale EDO. I hope this helps and I hope you have a fantastic rest of the week. If this was helpful to you, please share it with a friend because I'm sure that it would be helpful for them and happy planning.